Hello everyone, welcome to Anime Fix. This is a little bit different. Uh, we had some technical difficulties with our latest episode of Spy Family that we were trying to record, so we're going to try to remedy those technical difficulties and uh, try to get back to you with the latest and greatest episode of Spy Family. But in the meantime, hope you enjoy this uh, episode that we recorded previously on Erased. Thank you so much and uh, stay tuned for the next uh, episode of Spy Family. <laughs> I like being lied to. Kind of gets me off, you know? Oh my god! Hello, fellow weebs and otakus to another episode of Anime Fix, where you're fixed for all things anime. I'm Chase. Lance. Hello, Lance. Chase. Hey, look at that opening. I'll put that on a t shirt. You know what? <laughs> Old standard. Old standard. How are you? Good, how are you? Very interesting. I'm good. That's a very interesting shirt you're wearing. Why? The uh, the artwork design. What? Who is that? It's uh, Hisoka from Hunter Hunter. You would know if you watched it, but I know you don't have that kind of time. God. It's like over like 140 episodes. Yeah, I don't have time. Such for that a good right anime. Now. It's such a good anime, though. Such a good anime. Is it Hunter Hunter or Hunter? I'm. It's gonna say, don't, is it Hunter X Hunter? Don't. don't <laughs> the kidding. X is the X is just a divider. It's Hunter Hunter. Yeah. I was just trying to be funny. I know Hisoka for my Hunter Hunter fans out there. They're they're probably thinking, why would you put him on a hoodie or a t-shirt? <laughs> I don't allow him within 10 feet of a school. <laughs> <laughs> Especially one Gone attends. What are we talking about this week? We are talking about Erased. Because I know. finished, finished uh, a series. I'm so excited for it. I love this. Did it get so better much. like I told you it would? Uh, did I, was I complaining that I was slow at the beginning? Yeah, when we first talked. Well, the very first episode. Um, but yeah, set, I got set so the, good. Set the scene for us real quick. Set the scene for us, Lance. Okay. So we are introduced. Um, I, I've already forgotten his name, but our main character. I forgot his name, too. Uh, we are introduced to him. He's delivering pizza, right? Yep. And suddenly there's these, like, Glowing butterfly, or this glowing butterfly, and then time shifts Sataru. back. Sataru, or whatever. What's his name? Sataru? Sataru? Satoru? Satoru. Satoru. Fujinama. Time flashes back, and what we learn is is that this character, Satoru, has this ability... That um, called revival, where time shifts back between one and five minutes, and it's usually around a time when something bad happens, and that one to five minutes gives him the opportunity. We don't ever get an explanation why he has it, why he's being chosen to do this, but it gives him an opportunity to fix something bad that happened. So in this instance. There's a kid who's going to get hit by a bus driver who's died mm. from a heart attack. And 
the bus is just going, right? Like he's he's long gone, but the bus is still moving. And there's a kid walking across the street. There's a the the kid in the previous timeline is killed, and so he has an opportunity to go back and save this kid now, which he does. Um, so that's who we're introduced to. Uh, do you want me to go further than that about what? No, it's fine with me. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I guess I can take over, right? So, so he he has this ability, right? And then um, one day when his mom is there, right, uh, uh, cooking dinner, whatever, this mysterious figure. So, so let's go let's go before we go into that. Let's say that. Um, it what you're about to talk about sets the stage for the whole series, that's right? Yeah, that's what that's what I was gonna set the stage for. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about? Are you want to talk about the, 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 the relationship between him and his mom? Yeah, we talk about the relationship. Let's go ahead. Um, the, he has sort of like a very antagonistic antagonistic relationship with his mother. Almost was that was that your interpretation or from the from the beginning? Yes, I would say as we get to know their childhood, his childhood more. It's a, I don't know why it ended up that way. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a little concerned. I'm a little, but there's like a 18 year time frame between, so we don't know what we saw is a period of time when he was 10 to 11, right? We yeah. didn't see what happened, you know, 15, 18 years after that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they have, uh, t- for whatever reason, she's coming to town to visit him. Oh, you want to talk about the girl. When you, when I when you said the supermarket, right? What girl? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm confusing. I'm confusing the girl that is a part of this story with the uh, supermarket. The, yeah, the supermarket was like when. Uh, yeah, go ahead and talk about the supermarket. No, um, I don't really remember that much actually. But the supermarket, <laughs> um, isn't there like uh, is doesn't he start back up or something? Okay, so so at the supermarket, um, they're coming out and they get and the revival thing happens again. He's like he's looking around, he's trying to figure out what it is. His mom notices this guy walking away with a little girl, mm-hmm. and the guy notices that he's been noticed. So he gets in the car, drives away, and leaves the little girl behind. And the mom picks up that this is very similar to a situation that happened eighteen years, eighteen nineteen years ago. Mm-hmm. So she starts investigating, and um, talks to a couple old friends, and goes, "I think I know who it. I know who it is." And we don't know what what this is necessarily about yet. I don't think. Yeah. But no, we don't. Um, then it goes into what you were saying, where the mom is at her son's apartment, and a mysterious figure walks in and stabs her. Yeah. What do you think about that when that happened? I was just, uh, I I didn't expect it to be over so quickly. Like I, <laughs> I I thought it would be a bit of a more struggle, more of a struggle. I didn't think it would just be you're down. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. And then you know, he walks out, and Satoru is walking home and passes this mysterious figure, and he. Has his little fedora on, and he kind of winks at him, and he walks in. 
criticize like mom why don't you pick up your stuff you know because i think he found a piece of paper on the ground or whatever yeah and uh and then he sees her dead and a woman screams and the police show up and he is a suspect in his mom's murder yeah which i figured that was a i guess he did run away so that would make him a major probably a make him a suspect almost immediately 100%. and what happens then I don't know what actually happens does it happen on that happens like almost right after that he's uh, running away scared he falls right doesn't he fall off that balcony um, into the alley or whatever I don't remember if he falls but yeah he's running away screaming and then all of a sudden He's eleven. It, 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 he's eleven again. He's ten. He's ten. He's ten, ten again. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, Imagine the shock that you, that happens. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? And he kind of goes premise? through the. Uh, and so the premise is is that his revival in this situation save his mom's life. It, re- okay. it requires him to go back nineteen years. Nineteen all, years. Because where it started um, is when he was 10 years old. Yep. And then he has to do what? Has to save, save three of his friends. So two of his friends. No, I'm sorry. One has to save friends. three. One of his friends and two people who he wasn't friends with. Yeah. Uh, lives. Because they were. Um, they were taken. Or murdered. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the whole story. Well, that's that's the PG story, podcast. right? Podcast. They're taken. Oh, by the way, by the way, uh, no, they were straight up. You know, yeah, PG podcast. No, they were fucking murders. What they were, and, and, gru- and gruesome ways. And and I, the whole time I was watching it, it was like I think we've we've circled back on, or I've circled back on multiple times. This is definitely not a kids' cartoon. No, no. So this, this is straight up too gruesome. It's dark. Very dark. I told you it was dark, didn't I? Yeah, I love it. I love every moment of it. It was so good. Everything. I didn't know but, if you'd um, like it or not, though, honestly. Oh, yeah, this is very, like, this is up my alley, 110%. Good, good. Give me more of this. This is, what, this is. What, what, when did you get, like, into it? Like, what episode? Probably episode, I think probably by episode three. Yeah, because you were only one or two episodes. You were only. I'd only watched. Yeah, we had when we first talked about. It, I'd only watched one episode. Yeah, that's when Tori was like, "Let's watch Spy Family," and then that's when we binge watched Spy Family. And what started us talking about Spy Family? Yeah. Um, Did she watch any race with you? Uh, she watched a few episodes, and then she's like, "I need to stop. This is too. This is too intense for me." And, it's too intense. Like Death and. Note. <laughs> uh, I'd say way better than Death Note because Death Note is better than Death Note. I'd say it's better than Death Note because Death Note was just sort of overcomplicated, like he's thinking I'm doing this, so I gotta think about doing this, but he suspects that I'm thinking that he's thinking this and I'm going to do this, so I have to do this instead. It was just overcomplicated sort of mental uh cat and mouse game. Yeah. Um that on a second viewing wasn't as like the first time as like a first watch and not being too familiar with like anime. Like, man, this is really good. On the second viewing, I'm like eh is a little bit uh 
You're starting, you're starting to go against the normie views. Oh no, that's a little bit of a stretch. Um, yeah, still, still good. Like I wouldn't say it's bad, but like it's not a race. It's <laughs> not a race. No, a race was like well put together. Everything, everything. Like, I was? feel like everything. I think, I think everything going was back well- and forth between timelines. You don't think you'd be yeah. better if you just stayed there? I got kind of annoyed at him going back and forth all the time. But, no, like, wait, it's because he, he kept he, messing up. Okay, so first up, we, we talked about going back and forth timeline because he only did his revival twice. The initial time and then a second time when he realized... When he when messed he, up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bro, bro, her just, like, her just, like, dead in the shed. Insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I was a little surprised though that he he had to go through because like it almost implies that if he had he was so the first time he was so focused on I gotta save this one girl if I save this one girl it's all over right well he failed on that yeah right but he was still there it's almost like his revival ability was saying okay we well, got two more attempts to get this <laughs> what's funny uh, is like it's like he uh. He revived randomly one time, right? But then... This time, he screamed out, I need one more chance. Just give me one more chance. And it, it happened. Yeah. Um. Do you think that that was, like, him uh, willing the heart of the cards? Or is that, do you think... Um... Willing the heart of the cards, for sure. I totally got confused with Tokyo Revengers. Because uh, I was like, oh, wait, he does... No, that's not right. Never mind. Different, different anime altogether. <laughs> but, yeah. Um. Yeah, he just screams out, and then he he goes back one more time, and then th- does he start right back where he was, or he starts no. like a couple of days before? He starts like he doesn't go. It's kind of almost like um in Re Zero, where he went. Oh, his last saved is kind of almost his last save. So like at the museum is where he goes, and I don't. We don't know if that's like. Because he can only go back so like. How does if, he save her? Does he just take her from the shed or what? No, he hides her. Oh, he hides her in the bus. Hides her in the bus, right? right. Which we find right. out, and that's a real, that's a real like. It's, that's um, a bad place. That's a bad place to hide her. That's a bad place because <laughs> that's where he's doing all the all the yeah, things. That's um, his home base, bud. Home base. <laughs> what are you doing there? And she's like right on the other side of that curtain too. Yeah. Um. But but so but, he hides, but, but, but yeah. obviously. Obviously, the killer wouldn't expect the person you're trying to kill on the other kill. side of the curtain, right? Yeah. So yeah, he goes back only so it goes back to the museum, which is like his last save. Um, and he goes from there, and he's like, "Okay, I'm." <laughs> and I got some Torador vibes too, because he's like, "Hey, how would you feel if I kidnap you?" And you go, "You're such an idiot." <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely Torador vibes. Um. Um. But. Yeah, I mean the the whole story of trying to figure out who it is, and like you meet the you meet the killer real early on. <laughs> oh, real early on. I will say, early on, I suspected the teacher was a bad I guy. I did too. Well, yeah, but like, like see, what are you saying in that scene where he's explaining why um there's candy? No, 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 no that's later. I, when that's earlier later. on, when he's like. Yeah, it's real complicated because, like, I saw the bruises too, but, like, CPS, you know, trying to get CPS involved. And, like, so I've just kept, no, what did he say? I've kept quiet because I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I'm like, no adult would do that. No adult would see bruises well, on a child and well, go, Well, this is oh. like, what, ni- this is like, what, 1980s? 
89. 88, 89, late 80s, yeah. Yeah, so, like, not saying it's, it's more widely accepted to beat your kids, but, like, discipline, I guess, was was more widely accepted. Especially... But this is Japan yeah. we're talking about. We're not talking about the... I, I mean, I guess... Japan's crazy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say that that's a very American... Uh, I'll go, I don't know, but that I, I, would, know I that seems like something that would be a very American my, point my, of I'm view. I'm just using my American point of view, for sure. Um, but, like, as soon as, like, you saw the candy, you're like, well, that's kind of weird. That's oh, yeah, weird. well, he's like, yeah, I do, I do this to help my cigarette addiction. <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, oh, man, like. Which, but, I, like, actually, it, you know what? That was not the weirdest thing. The weirdest thing was the first conversation when he's, like, acting like, oh, I saw the bruises, but I wasn't, you know, I didn't know. I didn't think that at all. I thought the candy was really weird. I'm like, well. See, okay. but you've never, you've never smoked before. Like, I, uh, I, oh, yeah, I've yeah. smoked, and I totally get the That's idea true. of using, like, candy or a toothpick or some just random bullshit that, you know, chew on. Um, That's fair. To try and fixate that, so. Yeah. Uh, and especially the fact that it was in the ashtray even fed more into that. Um, yeah. Well, well, it's funny you say that because, you know, I've been abused before. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why, that's why it didn't shock me. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. Well, because I, I thought that they were leaning so heavily to the teacher at, at, at one point until the candy part that I was like, okay, so they're trying to subvert our attention away from the real killer, right? So I did think that, so... There was one scene, and and, and maybe made I made him so the, believable too, man. Made him so believable as the bad guy. No, they made him so believable as a good guy. Yeah, he's because he's like the um so much of what he kind of did to help those kids, and how he's like such a, an approachable teacher and all yeah. that stuff. They they did a, I mean, he was weird for sure, and definitely suspected. But yeah. go ahead, what they did a good job. Um, no, there was one scene. So there was one period of time where I was um that really super brainy kid with the blonde hair. Yeah. And there was one scene where we see him talking to the teacher working through a window. Mm-hmm. Right? And I never and I never felt like that, that was explained. So I was starting to think that the teacher was the killer in that time and that kid was the co- is, is a was a copycat in the future. Oh, as that's kind of where my um, head was going. Head was going, but no, um, the teacher was a bad guy throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, could you, as an adult, imagine? Like, obviously, this is. Uh, imagine you're trying to do something, and this little pissant ten, eleven year old is like. How is he outsmart? How is he outsmarting me? How's he doing this? I have no idea how. <laughs> and being so pissed off, just like, um, yeah. And then like the te- and then okay. By the way, the teacher is the killer. For anyone still wondering, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the teacher is the killer uh, the whole time. Yeah, uh, but like, he obviously suspects. Like, you have to be knowing what I'm going to be doing. There's no way, right? I, I I I definitely knew like if, if, if any shadow of a doubt was removed when he said you know the difference between a good there's no difference between a good deed and a bad deed because they both serve the same uh, basic inherent need of the person doing them. You mean and, and, 
yeah, when they're driving and Satoru, like adult Satoru goes like, that's extreme. And I was like, you, you fucking think? <laughs> that's extreme. Well, like, and then he opens up the glove box and it's like, I want a piece of candy and there's nothing in there. Yeah. No, he wasn't saying, I want a piece of candy. He's like, I think you need a piece of candy. He goes, he oh, goes, yeah. um, he's like, you're not going to find that there. I stole this car. Like, all of this has been a ruse to lure you out. Yeah, because... Uh... How did he not even notice it wasn't his real car? Uh, I mean, I stole this car. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I imagine it was probably looked similar on the outside. And like, it was, it was so funny. Like the last words that Satoru said to him was like, "You're never gonna find out how I knew." <laughs> and then he goes and saves him. Oh, he said, "I know your future." Oh, I know your future. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so he saves him from dying and he get, goes into a coma for 15 years, which I thought that that was just an excellent sort of um, result to changing future. Yeah, because you made such a <laughs> drastic change. You, you save three lives. This is your punishment yeah. or whatever. I don't want to say so much as a punishment. It's so, so much as like a um, butterfly effect. A butterfly effect because. Because he saved three lives and he in, in, interjected himself into so many people that he didn't have really a relationship with. Like, the one that was actually a friend died, right? And the other two, he had no knowledge of. Yeah. He, through his 18, 19 years of being alive, was not a part of it because they weren't around, right? He didn't know them and they weren't around. Mm-hmm. Um, he interjected himself into their lives, saved them. It became a core part of who of his childhood. Mm-hmm. You you can't send that person back to the future. Um, he's not going to have knowledge. Like, there's no way to have um, going to have knowledge of everything that, he, that changed in that eighteen nineteen years. So the coma is kind of like the correction for that. He wasn't yeah. around, so that yeah. explains why he doesn't know what their childhood was like because he was, you know, unconscious. Yeah. I thought that's that was very clever. How did the the teacher get away with like getting him out of the car and like saying like I found this kid in the river or whatever? We don't know. I know, but like he's a good talker. I mean, it's very pot. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if, yeah. if by the time he saved him and he was uh, unconscious, I mean, he could have number of stories he could have moved said i found him here when he didn't really find him here like take him back to the school yeah bro imagine Um, you wake up from a 15 year coma and you see your childhood crush walk in with the baby of your best friend bro like like your killer can wait 15 years for you but your but your but your girlfriend can't well so hold on all right i i think they were hardly boyfriend girlfriend. He was just trying to save her. See, once he had saved her, he was ready to move on to the next next girl. He didn't have a next girl, except for the future girl that he never met. He did at the end. At the end, that was his true like girl. Yeah, which is kind of weird because um, she's so much younger than him. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, at that point, though, I don't know how much time is. Well, I guess he was probably twenty nine when he met her the second, the se- um, the second time without her knowing him. Yeah, weird. Uh, um, but 
I guess yeah, it's passion now too, right? Or what was it? No, he's right. He's a manga writer, um, which is super cool. They he, and he uses the experience to write this manga, which <laughs> yeah. um, is is erased the manga, or was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the manga. What's funny is because the the dude gets caught, right? Because he tries to push him off. Wait, no, he doesn't try to push him off, right? He he try he falls off. Oh, he he calls his bluff and says, "You could have killed me so many times, but you didn't. So yeah. I, I I'm your reason. I'm your reason to live now." <laughs> mm-hmm. So he goes to throw himself off the the roof, and the guy saves him because he, you're right. You are my reason to live. And why is he the reason to live? Never really got. Um, that. probably because. He drops this, like, I know your future line. So one, the guy's like, how are you figuring out I'm trying to kill these people? Mm-hmm. I, I, he just can't understand how a 10-year-old, well, one, he's from the future. Two, you know, he's 29, so he's, um, you know, feasibly he has a more critical mind than a 10-year-old would, right? He's kind of, he's Satoru's kind of going to have to dumb himself, a few t- dumb himself down a few times to sound more 10. Yeah. Sound more childish, but he so so there's that curiosity factor there. Yeah. But then the bat. So the teacher is probably in the back of my thing. Like, can he see the future? Like, mm-hmm. but that's ridiculous. Well, Satoru then says, "I know your future." So that's sort of like what. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. You know, he's probably got that like itch. Like I have yeah. to know. I have to understand, yeah. and that's why he came that obsessed with him. him killing. Huh? That itch replaced his killing. Yeah. Um, because he kills because it's a need, right? He's like, I have to. So also, uh, the little final thought that he's before he puts him into the 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 river says, "You get your wish. This town is safe, but your life is the price. Like I kill you to fill my need, and I won't touch the rest of this town. Sort of like a transactional thing." Yeah. Um. But also, we see him, we see the killer do this, like, little voiceover where he talks about, this is fucked up. And gives him a bunch of um, guinea pigs, mm-hmm. and he drops them all into j- mm-hmm. a jug of water. And as they, and, and, you know, once, and three days later, once they've all drowned, this one guinea pig survives by... Staying on top. Yeah. Guinea pigs. He's like, and that guinea pig became my, you know... Um, my pet because he, you know, survived this fucked up scenario. Yeah. Does the, the, the teacher, the killer ever find out that the dude can actually time travel? Um, not, I mean, so Satoru does this like little, um, speech where like stops you because I knew what you were doing. I even uh, knew you were going to kill my. Uh, I, even that you were going to kill my mom, and you haven't even done that yet. And he yeah. goes like, "What? Wait, it's true. You can't, you know." But he never really goes in deeper. He just makes sort of a a passing comment. Yeah, but but the teacher believes it. I think teacher knows what to believe. Yeah, because that like, point, so I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, um, um, but he does let go of the wheelchair right when he throws himself off. Yeah, he lets go of the wheelchair because then at that point, I think he decided he's going to kill himself. 
Oh, like he'll kill him and then he'll jump himself. Yeah, because you're my reason to live. Um, I don't know why though. He suddenly got this decided he's going to kill himself. Maybe it's like letting go. Like can't letting go of it. Yeah. So literally let him go and then letting go of himself. Mm. <laughs> and that's when we see the uh the giant uh, parachute. Uh, yeah, that well, not even parachute. It's like a little bed that he landed on. Mm-hmm. Like, um, inflatable bed. And they he sit there, caught, and they, everyone heard him, caught it. Yeah. Um, which is just so. Yeah, and they set him up. Yeah, so it's just so well done. Like all of it was just. Did you think like there was? Do you think there was something underneath there or not? I didn't know. I think at that point I was so kind of like engrossed in what was going on in their dialogue that I wasn't, I I was noticing obviously because they kept cutting to it the gate opening ever more slightly. Mm. I didn't know if that was he was going to throw him off and there was going to be a fight. I did not expect him to, to call his bluff and say like, you won't let me die and then wheelchair himself <laughs> to the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was kind of ballsy. And so <laughs> it makes sense because he had no intention of dying. I mean, either he saved him or he didn't, but there was, there was a thing that was going to, yeah. a safety net there. I, I wasn't thinking of it that at that point, I was just more kind of like in this sort of killer, uh, killy dynamic. I was engrossed in that whole dialogue. So yeah, it was such a good, like, I didn't think it was going to be that good, honestly. But then, like, it just kept getting better and better. The the whole thing with with her getting abused, too, and, like, being a loner, and she always wears sweaters and mittens because she gets abused. Yeah, so she's covering it up, and the, um, and the sort of the killer is is picking out people who are sort of ostracized and, like, uh, uh, lonely, so that way no one's uh, there to protect them. Um, I thought the whole situation with the mom throwing the child, and I thought that was that was probably like the most—it's not the most fucked up thing, but that was definitely the. I think that people. I, th- I think of killing children is for the most. Fucked yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. No, what I'm getting at is, is I, we knew the mom was abusive, but I think that, that was probably the most sadistic abuse, right? Like beating yeah. is not good, right? There's no, no one's going to say that that's good, but like throwing your beaten child into a shed in the middle of winter. <laughs> Yeah. And then locking it, or I don't know if they locked it, but throwing him out there and saying like sleep out here for a couple of hours, like that's like it's next level child abuse yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, just shy, just shy of uh, killing. Right. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, like, because like when you first meet Satoru's mom, she doesn't seem like a good mom, right? Then like not the flashbacks, and then the flashbacks, she's a great mom. Yeah. Totally, like just. Caring for her son, you know, real just son's um, always first. Supportive, like, like, like they're encouraging poor, him to like do the right always, thing. Yeah, they're poor, but like she always made sure to feed him right first. And it's like she works so hard for him. Like she works how many jobs? She she a journalist during his childhood, or was she? She left journalism and um, she left journalism. Yeah. Right. That was because we see when they're in the in the in the 
fixed timeline when he was in a coma, we see her working at like a, a convenience store. Yeah. Thing. And I was wondering if like that was a sudden change because it gave her more time to spend with her almost um her coma ridden son, or if it was she was always working in that convenience store. That wasn't clear to me. So all in all, I, it was all so well done. Um, I, I, I like think the coma helped him too, though. By the way, because like it gave him, you know, it gave him a second chance on following his dream instead of being a pizza delivery guy. Yeah, I did. Because like any trauma that he experienced in his childhood, you know, kind of. Yep. That also gave him like, hey, it gave him media presence. Like, hey, this dude woke up from fifteen years, right? Yeah, I, the little uh, one bit. There's like grown-up man um like the paparazzi's like but still thinks like a child <laughs> yeah like that that hell angle and how the killer who's now a city councilman it's like if you i see you on this property again i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna have you arrested or some some comment like that and yeah like trying to protect him but really not protecting him well he was trying to protect him i think but but because he but not for, for his own selfish desires his own selfish desires yeah um, all in all, like it was so. Real quick, what did you think of the pizza manager when he was kind of like? <laughs> did you think that maybe he was um bad guy at all? I thought a little bit, but but I'm like, you know, you never see the pizza guy, you know, in in the past. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you manga when they were. Oh, oh, this is a big scene um, that we kind of we really skipped over. When the killer blows up that girl's house. Oh, yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Um, it sends her an email via her flip phone. Stay here. <laughs> Stay. Yeah. Pretending to be. Yeah. I like um, I like the past stuff more, so I don't really pay attention to the the future stuff. I thought it was also good. And, I, I, and, I, and as far as time travel goes, it really sort of like... Um, I feel like he does a good job in making the time travel scenario because, like, a lot of times, you know, time travel gets really ridiculous, and of course, we have no evidence or any sort of like practical or, or uh, of how time travel would work in a in a real setting, right? Yeah. But I think story wise, this does a good job of sort of. You, know, you suspend disbelief, but it still was in the realm of like, of um, like I can get behind this, uh, like plausibility a little bit. So, yeah, um, yeah. Overall, so good. Um, how do you compare it to RE Zero as far as like sadistic goriness? Uh, I think RE Zero is more sadistic. <laughs> yeah. But it's close. Because all those timelines are actually happening. Yeah. They still um, I'm definitely going to buy this manga. I'm going to read that. Um, read this. I was very, very well pleased. With all of it. Good pick. Good suggestion, Chase. I know, I know. You were yeah. so worried that I wasn't going to like it. Well, you didn't like Charlotte as much as I thought you would. So. I like Charlotte. Not as much as Erased. Oh no, not at all. Uh, yeah. Charlotte, like Erase is like, I, ooh, do I want to say it's a top five? Go for it. It's your it's your kind of thing. I kind of yeah. What's in your top five? 
there's so many for me to choose. I can't. Are we, are we talking about series? Or are we talking about movies? Whatever. Or are we talking about both? Whatever you want. Both. I would say for series, because I because if I if I were to do series with movies, it would be too hard. Yeah, because three out of because three because of of uh, three out of the five would be all be the Shinkai film. Yeah, your name, Garden of Words, and uh, Weathering with You. Yeah, then that only leaves two for series, and of course, Psychopaths takes one of those, right? <laughs> I know, of course. <laughs> so one left. Um, I think for series. Uh, psychopaths, Toradora, Toradora, race, huh? yeah. You like Toradora that much? I'm surprised. Uh, I did. Yeah. Uh, I, unless there's a does. series I'm not thinking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unless there's a series I'm not thinking of. Um, that's be- I think is better to be. Yeah, but uh, Psychopaths, Toradora, Erased. What other series have we done? Re zero, death. Re zero, yeah, duh, yeah. Uh, Re zero, top five. I need one more. Let me look it up. Our let me look up our podcast and see what we talked about. Design. No. I've watched so many series that I can't even like comprehend which ones. You gotta watch how heavy the dumbbells you lift. Oh, you still haven't watched Domestic Girlfriend. I know. Or, or Citrus. I guess, uh... I guess I'd say Spy Family. Yeah, Spy Family. Um, Spy Family's, like, really good. Uh, mm-hmm. We've done four... 40... We've done a lot of series. We're at 46. Uh, oh, I have it up right here. I probably could just show you or tell you. The Edaten deities and the only piece. You probably don't like that. I did like that. Um, um, Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. I'd say Attack on Titan more than Spy Family. I like Violet Evergarden a lot. Uh, Are Zero, Death Note. Parade. B stars. Hey, B stars. Oh God! See, it's so rough. See, I know. There it is. You see, start uh, remembering like ones because you forget not top of mind anymore. Um, uh, you didn't like really high rise invasion. Toradora. Uh, Death Parade was really good. Yeah, Death Way Parade of the was House really Husband. Good. Yeah, Madoka that Magica. one drew on me. Madoka Magica. Uh, you know, I I like Madoka Magica, but I think I've seen. I have other things I like more. Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online was really good, although that kind of sort of <laughs> as it went yeah. on, um, sort of fell off. Psychopaths. Oh, there's just so many. Yep, that's it. We watched so far together, anyways. Um. Yeah. We're getting yeah, close to our uh, year episode fifty-two. We're past a year of like how long it's been since we've done the podcast. No, we're not, because the first the trailer was June twenty seventh. Oh, never mind. Is that going to be our 
our our fifty two episode or not? I don't think it will be, right? Uh, I mean, do we want to make it our fifty second episode? It won't yeah, be because because we have weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could record a bunch and release them all at once. It's up to you. Eh, let's not do that. Let's just celebrate our fiftieth episode. There we go. All right, buddy. I think that's it. Um, it's getting closer to time where the wife has to go to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Anything I else? got things any, I got to. Any, any last remarks for erased? Um, top, top, really good one. Um, highly really recommend. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna, that, I'm gonna put that on poster. Top, really good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't. I can't say how much. I can't emphasize how much I really enjoyed it. I'll yeah. probably, I will definitely Killer. watch it again. I'm definitely going to buy the manga and read it. I will watch it again, but I'm probably going to wait a while because I feel like this is something that is rewatchable. But if you watch it too, like if you watch it over and over and over again, too, too close together, kind of get stale. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save this yeah. when I'm itching something. Itching some mystery good. that you already know. Yeah. <laughs> do you wish that you can go back and like forget everything so you can rewatch it again for the first time? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it, it, I, yeah, I really. Oh man, I almost want to say that I like this. As much. Whatever. We have no idea. Let's talk about bubble. All right. We'll talk about bubble next time. That sounds like a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Right. yeah. We'll catch everyone next time when we watch and record bubble. Bye. Bye.